0: You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic with Dr. Heidi, a toxic relationship specialist. Here, we bring hope, healing, and freedom to those who have been affected by toxic relationships and emotional abuse. Learn to not only recognize a red flag when you see one, but have the courage to choose yourself and move forward in a life that's free from toxic control of others. Living in an environment that's not healthy for you can cause this type of abuse to be accepted as normal. The truth is, it's not normal. It's toxic.
1: Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome back. is Dr. Heidi, your host. You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. Rid your life of toxic people. Yes, we made it. We made it to 2021. There was times when I looked back on 2020 and thought this year is going so slow. And then when I think back, the year in some cases went really, really fast. And my year had huge, huge changes in my life. So even though um, things in the world were Upside down and our lives were turned over and we've changed a lot of things and everybody's working from different places and going to school in different places. A lot of people that I know Were forced into making great changes this year and I was one of those. Um, I did post this in the Strength Within. I need to thank you and thank my clients and thank the people that are in Strength Within for being my support system without even knowing it and being the people that encouraged me to quit a career in healthcare and retire completely from healthcare in 2020. I would have never thought I could do that and thank you because I used you guys and the need for what I was teaching to propel me forward into being brave enough, having the courage and stepping over my fear to do just this. So thank you for sharing the podcast. Uh, The morning of January 1st, I woke up with 300,000 downloads on the podcast. That is another big thank you to you. I know you guys have been sharing it with friends, with people that you know need to hear this information, and so I appreciate that. Uh, Really quick, the conference 2021 registration is not up yet, but the dates are out. Um, The national conference will be back in March like it's normally has been, except for in 2020. Um, March 26, 27, and 28, if you're interested in coming to the national conference, you will also be very aware when the registration link is up and you are able to make plans to travel for that. It is going to be held in St. Louis again. Um, The only other thing I want to say is I have changed up the group coaching for 2021 and it will be available at any time. So if you've been interested in doing more of a group-type session, you can join at any time. You don't have to wait for eight-week classes to get over. So if you have any questions on on either of those things, you guys know how to get a hold of me, coachingwithdrheidi.com, or find me on any of the social media platforms. Um, Podcast one of 2021. This is going to be a 2021 reset. Because everything at the beginning of the year is rah rah and new beginnings and resolutions and goal lists and vision boards and all sorts of things like that. So, I want to talk a little bit about that because why would we not kick the year off with something that's encouraging, right? I know a lot of you have made it through the holiday season and the holiday season is tough. I will tell you, in healthcare, the holiday season is not too busy. So, I I was always able to take a couple days off at least through the holiday season. I will tell you in the toxic relationship industry, the holiday season is a n- almost no time off season. And I am grateful to have been able to help. I worked very long hours. I'm still kind of doing residual hours because of the holidays and the drama and the chaos that come with them when you're involved in toxic relationships. So if you made it through the holidays, Great, start thinking about where you want to be by the time the holidays show up next year and let's get you there. So let's think about where your mind goes on a day-to-day basis. What are the things that your mind focuses on? Whether it's consciously or subconsciously, where does your mind go when it's resting? What are you thinking about? What are you worried about? What is occupying that active space in your head? What does your mind always go back to? Whether you get distracted by a kid screaming or the phone ringing or a text message coming in, where does your mind revert back to? Ask yourself that. What is it that is sucking up your energy? What is it that you feel like is sucking the life out of you? And why and how much time do we spend thinking continually about the thing that we feel is sucking the life out of us there are so many things that occupy our mind when we are in an unhealthy relationship when we are researching unhealthy relationships when we are wondering what's going on when we're questioning when we're questioning their behavior our minds are full of the stuff that we don't want in our life And it's the simple law of attraction. What we focus on is what we attract. So when all we think about is this stuff that's sucking the life out of us, what do we attract? More of the stuff that's sucking the life out of us, right? So I wanna talk a little bit about today. You guys, if you've been listening to my podcast, you know I am focused on education. I am not a counselor, I am not a therapist. I am a lady who has been through the shit, turned around, looked at it and want to be the person that I needed when I was going through it and where I found my validation was through educating myself on the behaviors. So, I teach. That's that's what I do. And our minds are full of questions and full of confusion and full of back and forth and up and down and emotional roller coaster stuff. So, I teach to validate. Because when I was in a toxic relationship, I didn't know I was in a toxic relationship. I knew something seemed off and I knew I couldn't put my finger on it, but I also knew I'd never been a wife before. And I also knew that maybe I wasn't doing everything right. So it brought in a lot of confusion. So it wasn't until I realized this is an unhealthy place for me to be. And when I could start following that track, it was very validating. And when I do initial consultations with people, The consultations are 60 minutes long. And for about 42 minutes of those consultation, the people tell me their story. And of course, I ask them to because I need to get the bigger picture of what's going on if I'm gonna help you to the best that I can, especially in an hour long phone call. So the people will talk on the phone for 42 minutes. And they're talking about everything that is confusing and chaotic in their life. And when they're done after 42 minutes, they say, does that make any sense to you? And the sad part is, from the moment they started talking till 42 minutes later, every single thing that they said that makes zero sense to them, makes 100% sense to me. And it's because I understand the toxic person so well and I know what's normal but I know when I was standing in it I'm sure I was telling my story just like that and then saying does that make sense so I teach to validate because you need to know that you're not the only one going through it you need to know there's other people who have been through it that have been victims that have net that are now survivors and that are now out there helping other people I teach so that you understand education understanding, empowerment, and freedom. Those are the four words that are um, represented in my logo. The logo that has the four petals, education leads to understanding, understanding leads to power, and power leads to freedom. So I teach so that people understand, everything is so confusing. How do you make heads or tails out of any of this stuff? And what I teach is you have to realize Toxic people are wired completely different than us. Whether they're mildly toxic or whether they're extremely toxic, their wiring is different than ours. So what I teach you is to stop looking for yourself in other people. Toxic people tend to target good, kind, caring, loving, compassionate, empathetic people. And because we're that way, we assume everybody else is that way too. So it becomes very cloudy and very confusing when... People don't treat us the same as we treat them. So we're continually trying to understand why somebody says that, why when somebody can say that they love us, they treat us so poorly. Or people that are family members that should be close to you can say such mean things. Or your friend that you've been friends from high school with can stab you in the back so quickly. It's because we keep looking for ourselves in other people. And when I go through the teaching process, By the time people are finished, they understand the same thing I understand. And looking back, it's not near as confusing when you step out of it and can look back into it. So going into the new year, because you already know that I teach, you know you can get my program is available online in a self study. You can coach with me privately and I go through it. You can come to the conference. I go through that. You can listen to the podcast. I teach all the time. So rather than in this 2021, let's kick off the new year version, I'm not gonna really necessarily go over the character traits of the toxic person. What I wanna go over is some stuff that will give you forward motion so that next year at this time, you are not sitting in the same place you are right now. So I wanna go over a couple checklists so that you can feel like you're moving forward. So you can feel like you're no longer stuck in a place that's unhealthy for you. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to get out of this relationship. But when we look at it from a different perspective, you can still feel forward motion and still have self-growth, even if you're not ready to leave yet. So I'm gonna go through a list of things that I will tell you are not going to help you move forward from a toxic relationship. And some of these might be harsh, or you might sound like they're harsh, but I have been exactly where you are. The things that you're feeling, the struggles you're going through, the back and forth, did I make the right decision? What should I do? Do I dare leave? What if I can't make it? What if I'm gonna be alone the rest of my life? What if nobody ever loves me? You know. All of those fears I have already had. So believe me when I tell you, I get it. And when you are in a toxic relationship, I remember feeling like it was gray and cloudy all the time. Things became very negative the longer I was in it. So staying in the negativity is not going to help you move forward out of a toxic relationship. Super easy for me to say, huh? You gotta quit being so negative. Oh, thanks for the advice. How do I do that? I just want you to be aware that toxic relationships bring a very, very negative feeling to your life because of the comparisons, because of the never being good enough, because of the fact that we're always putting ourselves second. You can't continually be positive in a toxic environment unless you are very aware that the negativity is infiltrating. So you can't move forward in a toxic relationship or from a toxic relationship by remaining in the negative. You will not move forward through a toxic relationship by trying to fit the toxic person into a diagnosis. Again, there are many different personality disorders. And it is very good to do research on the personality disorders because that's validating for all of us. But what happens when you try to fit them into a diagnosis is they're not usually going to fit exactly into a diagnosis, which leaves us questioning, well, if they're not that, then it must not be that bad. Because here's the checklist for this diagnosis and they do 18 things, but there's three things they don't do. So that can't be them. So they must not be toxic. They must not be unhealthy for me. So spending the time trying to fit them in a diagnosis is a waste of your time. It's nice to know that those diagnoses are out there, but they they kind of overlap a lot. So trying to get your toxic person to fit into a diagnosis is not gonna move you forward. Talking badly about them or calling them names is not going to move you forward. And I did it. You know, I had friends that supported me that even though they said they knew what was going on, now I realize they didn't have a clue what I was going for. They were trying to support me. And I remember just kind of throwing the toxic people under the bus to these people. And I think what it did is it, it kind of made me feel like maybe I could handle it if I made it a little bit funny. But making excuses, calling them names and poking fun or continually getting together with your friends and bashing them, that is not gonna move you forward out of a toxic relationship. It is not going to help you at all. Complaining about your situation is not gonna help you. Now, telling people about it that should know about it that you know will understand and can help you, that's a completely different story. But staying in the negative and complaining continually about it, yet doing nothing to change it is not going to move you forward when you're in a toxic relationship. Overthinking is not going to move you forward in a toxic relationship. Now, overthinking is something that happens to you. It is not something that's wrong with you. Toxic people cause us to doubt ourselves and question ourselves and feel like we're not good enough or we're not capable. And so when they say something, we tend to overthink. Because sometimes when they say stuff, they just use connotations or they suggest certain things. And so we're left to fill in the blanks. Well, I wonder if they meant this, or maybe they meant this, or maybe when they said this, we're supposed to do this. And if I don't do this, then I'm gonna be in trouble. And you get stuck in this overthinking cycle. When really, logically, you probably know the answer, but we let our emotions get involved and overthinking overtakes us overtakes us to the point that we don't dare make our own decisions. So overthinking is not gonna move you through or out of a toxic relationship. Listening to the words that come out of their mouth is not going to move you through or out of a toxic relationship. As we know, toxic people's words very seldom match their actions. They say what they need to say to get what they need because of their level of self insecurity. Toxic people in general are insecure in themselves. They have people in their lives that supply them with the things that make them feel secure. So because they need certain things to feel secure, they say certain things to get that feeling of security. So just because they say it, doesn't mean it's true. Toxic people lead you to believe that they're smarter than you, that they're better than you, that they're higher than you, that they're more educated than you. And really, they're not. But when toxic people say that it leads you to believe that you're less educated and you're less smart so we have to listen to them because they say they're smarter or they say this is how we do things or they say we have to do it my way because i know better so we tend to believe the words that come out of their mouth for two reasons because we keep looking for ourselves in them and they've presented themselves as more powerful than us so we feel like we have to believe them when Once again, logically, if everything adds up that they're not telling the truth, don't convince yourself they're telling the truth because continually listening to the words that come out of their mouth, even when their actions don't match them, is not going to move you forward when you're in a toxic relationship. Being bitter. Being bitter is not going to move you forward in a toxic relationship. Now, being bitter and being angry, I believe are two different things. I believe it's important to at some point be angry with the way people treated you. I felt like I was not allowed to be angry ever when I was in a toxic relationship. If I got mad, then I was overreacting and I was acting crazy and I was flying off the handle and can't you control your emotions? So I learned very quickly, don't say anything because you're not allowed to be mad. But the toxic person can be as mad as they want as often as they want and as loud as they want. So you learn not to push the button so you don't get mad. Well, I will tell you one thing. Once I got out of that relationship and found myself in a safe place, guess what started coming out? The anger that was never allowed to come out before started coming out. And I am here to tell you it was ugly and I didn't understand it. How could I be saying such awful things to the people that I loved? Well, In reality, I was now in a safe place. And all this anger that had never been able to come out was now coming out on the people that made me feel safe. Being bitter in a toxic relationship doesn't help because what we tend to do is we tend to carry the bitterness with us. And when we leave a toxic relationship, the goal is to leave the toxic relationship. It's not to leave the toxic relationship and then keep all these emotions still tied to it. So being bitter of your situation or being bitter at your toxic person is not gonna move you forward in or out of a toxic relationship. Wanting revenge, making them pay, getting even, making them understand how bad they hurt you. I hate to break the news to you but they don't care about how you feel. They don't care about what you're thinking. They don't wanna see it from your point of view. They need to feel control, power, attention and admiration so that they feel secure. And that's all that really matters. If you're having these feelings, it must be your problem. So worrying about revenge or making them pay or making them understand how much they hurt you is not going to move you forward in a toxic relationship. And I'm not saying that you can't do any of these. You can still do them because you will. Because these things are completely normal behavior when you're in a toxic relationship but are they gonna move you forward? No, they're just what happens when you live in an environment like this. Asking them to change, begging them to change, praying that they'll change is not gonna move you forward in a toxic relationship. One of the first things clients tell me when we get on the phone is they don't like anything about me They want me to change everything. They want me to wear my hair different. They want me to change my friends. I have to do everything the way they want me to do it. Okay, if you're asking them to change and you're begging them to change and you're praying that they change, you're not really doing anything different than they're doing. So begging and asking them to change is not going to move you forward in a toxic relationship. And the reason that is, is toxic people have to be responsible for making their own changes. And at the end of the day, so do you we cannot stay in toxic environments and continue to blame the toxic person if we're unfairly asking them to change who they are and i speak very carefully here because i respect the people that are in toxic relationships for one because i was in one and i don't know how i got there I had no idea. I woke up one day and there I was right in the middle of something that was unhealthy. So for the people that are in them, it's okay. There's a reason that you're there and there's a reason that you're learning and you will know the reason later. You you will go through that whole list of things that I just said will not move you forward from a toxic relationship. But now let's talk about the things Whether you're in a toxic relationship and you're just starting to learn about it, or whether you know already that it's unhealthy and you need to start making some changes, or you are certain that this is the year that you need to get away from this toxic person in your life. These are the things that you need to start focusing on. The first thing you need to do is you need to find a support system Perhaps it's a support group, perhaps it's a therapist, perhaps it's a counselor, perhaps it's a coach. That has been through it. That understands it. You need to find people that are supportive to you that you don't have to explain yourself to. And if you are not in the support group that I run on Facebook, I keep that support group very positive. I I have this kind of vision for that support group. I don't want the toxic personality in there. So the rules that I have set up in that support group are for positivity, forward motion, encouragement, and support. We're all in the same boat. You don't have to explain yourself because everybody in there knows exactly how you feel and it's a great place to be. So finding a support group or finding a good therapist, counselor, or coach that's been through it and understands it is going to help you move forward. Maybe not all the way out of a toxic relationship, but we're not asking for perfection here. We're just asking for some progress. We just need to get your feet back under you so you don't feel hopeless for one more day. The next thing you need to do to be able to move forward is find optimism, find positivity, and find gratitude. And believe me, I know there are days when you get up, the last thing you can find is optimism, positivity, and gratitude. So even if it's just a little bit, Even if every morning when you get up, you write down two things that you're grateful for. I mean, I know if you're anything like me, what is the first thing you grab in the morning? Of course, it's your phone. That's where our alarm clocks are now. There's a notebook on your phone. Before you even get out of bed, write two things that you're grateful for. And some days you're gonna have great things that you're grateful for. And some days you might just be grateful that you woke up and still have two legs because you can't think of anything else, but that's okay. You're still showing gratitude for the fact that there is something good about today. Because I remember the days that it was very hard to find something good about. Accepting the toxic person for who they are. You guys have heard me say this, you know, I say this, and it was a quote from my father, which made a complete difference in my life. Inner peace, is accepting people for who they are, not who you want them to be. If inevitably this is who they are, accept them for who they are and move forward anyway. You cannot control them. You cannot control what they say. You cannot control what they do. The only thing you can control is how you respond to it and how you operate yourself away from them. Accept, accept them for who they are. Don't accept them for who they are and let them get away with it and continue to treat you badly. Accept them from who, for who they are and make an exit plan. But accepting them for who they are takes away the confusion. Expecting them not to do what they always do is expecting too much. So once you realize this is them and you start expecting it, then nothing surprises you because you understand why they're doing it. Up until that point, everything they do is a surprise and everything they do, you can't believe, you got to tell your friends because this is so crazy that they did that. But when you think about it, they use the same playbook over and over and over. So start realizing that. So you can accept them for who they are and then make a decision on whether you need to change something. Quit repeating the things that they're doing. I, I occasionally have a client that will spend the first four sessions telling me everything they do. And by the fourth session, I'll say, do you realize that we've met four times and you've told me the same thing that they do every single week? Okay, realize that, I just said this a minute ago, they don't change their playbook. So quit repeating the things that they do because you already know it. You've been in this relationship for long enough that you anticipate it, you've seen it. You can stay one step ahead because that's what you have to do to stay, to stay in survival mode. So stop repeating everything that they do and act like you're surprised. Start asking yourself why they do it. Why do they do this? They did this yesterday. They did this the day before. why did they do this? They did this last week. Why did they do it? What were they after when they were doing it? Start asking yourself why rather than just being surprised that they're doing it again. That's how you're going to move forward in a toxic relationship. Start focusing on your future. That's a good one, right? That's that's just as easy as Dr. Heidi saying, oh you just got to love yourself more. Yeah, thanks for that. How do I do that? Where do I even begin with that? Start focusing on your future. Why is that so hard? Because in the years you've spent in a toxic relationship, you have never had time to focus on your needs and what you've wanted because Toxic people overtake your personality and they overtake the things you enjoy so that your attention is on them. So start focusing on your future. You know, if you haven't done the A to Z list that I mentioned in other podcasts, do it now. It's the beginning of the year. It's the perfect time to start focusing and thinking about the things you want more of in your life. Start putting your energy into yourself. Again, easier said than done. I know your feet are on fire before they, are, before they even hit the floor in the morning. You got to do this for the kids. You got to do this for your work. You got to do this for school. got to, And who's the last one on the list? You are. So start thinking of where you're putting your energy and start putting energy into yourself. If you're bending over backwards for somebody else, bend over backwards for you once or twice too. If you're getting up at 6.45 to make breakfast for somebody, get up at 6.44 and make your breakfast first. Start putting the same energy into yourself that you're putting into other people because you deserve it. You weren't put on this planet to run around helter skelter with your pants on fire, taking care of everybody else. You deserve the same energy that everybody else gets. You know, and if you think about where your energy went in 2020, where did all your energy go? Where did all your time go? How much of it did you get? Probably not very much. So just start every day, put some energy into yourself because that is going to help you move through and out of a toxic relationship. So moving, th- moving forward into the next year, again, I am I am not ever going to tell you that you should leave a relationship. You are the only one that can decide who is healthy for you and who is not. And you all know what I'm talking about. We all have friends telling us we should leave. We all have family members saying they're not good for us. They all have people going, well, if it's so bad, why don't you leave? They don't understand the depth of the emotional attachment that you have. So, I want you all to know this. You will leave a toxic environment. You will exit a toxic friendship. You will leave a toxic marriage. You will leave a toxic work environment when you are ready and only when you are ready. Do not beat yourself up for being where you are. Do not feel guilt for showing up In a toxic relationship. Do not worry that you're being judged for still being in it. You will leave when you are ready to leave and the list that I just gave you is a great place to start because the more you understand about the toxic personality and the more you start giving yourself a little grace and giving yourself a little of the energy and giving yourself a little of the time that you've been giving to everybody else for years, you're gonna start feeling the power that you forfeited during the time you spent in a toxic relationship. Do we feel ashamed that we're in it? Yes, but I think think the shame comes with a lot of other things. You know, our self-esteem tanks, our self-worth tanks because of the things that toxic people lead us to believe. But don't feel bad that you're in it because as soon as you're ready, You'll know it. And as soon as you're ready, you will start making changes that will get you to where you want to be. So looking forward into the next year, we have 360, probably 60 days. I lost count of what the date is. Before the next year. That means you have 360 days to put a little energy into yourself, to be kind to yourself to find a support system, to be accepting of yourself and be enough for yourself, to start focusing on your future and what you want in your life, to start putting some energy into yourself and putting some time into yourself. You have 360 days to do just a little bit of that every day. And the more you do it, the more empowered in yourself you're gonna be because you are the one that gets to decide where this relationship goes. A toxic person is not going to let you think that you have the control or the ability to decide. But this is your life. This is not their life. When you enter into a toxic relationship, basically what you're doing is you're signing up and saying, I'm going to work on your life harder than you work on it. And I'm going to work on your life harder than I work on my own. So make 2021 year that you put yourself on the priority list a little bit. It doesn't have to be anything huge. We're trained to feel like self-care is selfish. If you start with little tiny things, you would be surprised how much power the little tiny things can bring. Take a bath. Buy yourself some new nail polish. Maybe a new power tool. Just start showing yourself some grace and showing yourself some compassion. And when you're ready, you will make the changes that you need to make to get to where you were meant to be.
0: Thank you for listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. If your life is being affected by a toxic relationship, visit coachingwithdrheidi.com and take our free toxicity profile analysis or schedule a personalized consultation with Dr. Heidi. You can also follow us on Instagram at Coaching with Dr. Heidi or join our private Facebook group at Strength Within. Take your first step to freedom today. And remember, it's not normal, it's toxic.